I am your host, Trey Mosley, and today I have a young lady who I look at as my VO little sister. Um, she has come a mighty long way in, in the few years in this VO game. Um, she's doing commercials, games, animation, uh, and a partridge in a pear tree. Um, before I introduce this young lady, let's take a listen to some of her stuff. Time to glow up. Alert the paparazzi. The stylish queen is headed down the runway to make over the competition. Queen's fighting technique is all about building up a battlement of bubbles. Execute Queen's level 1 sparkle swing to receive one bubble for every unblocked hit on the opponent. Her level 2 stretching kick. New Amazing Prune with Lemonade from Sudsweet, where healthy is tasty. And new snacks mean new ways to feel good. Sunsweet, the feel-good fruit. What up, citizens? It's Fearless Feet, and I'm here with Rocket Racer. Rocket Racer! Okay, calm down. It's challenge time! So recently, Max left us in her dust. But cars don't always have to be fast, right? So we challenge you to build a ride that can do something else that's really cool. Are you tired from a long drive? Well, build a tent car to sleep in. Thirsty from a long drive? Slushy truck! Sure, think crazy, think wild. We sure can't wait to see your rides. So share your epic builds on the Lego Life app and ask- Ask your, your parents first! Okay, Rocket. Your city, no limits! Ever wonder how we test if our wipes are safe to flush? Let's find out. First, we send down the goods. Then they travel through the drain line, just like they do at your home. And you know, it's, it's not many people who can make booty wipes and prune juice. <laughs> Sounds so beautiful. Then my next guest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she is just over herself. Jasmine Frizzle is on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is so great to see your face. And, um, and to, <laughs> she's like. Watching your own work is weird. I can't. <laughs> really? After all this time, you, you after still. All this time. So I guess we'll jump in. So what is it about it that you just go, not me again. <laughs> Listen, I think part of it is, you know, the saying you're your own worst critic. True. And it's just like, oh, I sound like that? Oh, no. Like, oh, my goodness. Um, but there's, it's just like, I hear my voice every day. I don't need to hear it more. <laughs> Doing this for y'all, not for me. <laughs> well, the, you know, it's it's part of the gig. I was uh, in another interview talking to Donovan Cornitz. And it's funny, whereas he's cool with it, and you're just watching you the whole time while it's playing, you're just like, Ugh. <laughs> oh is it done? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and we are um, our own uh, worst critic. I've, I've seen some promos, and I'm like, they could have turned that up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't sound, hmm. You know, and everybody's like, that sounds great. What are you talking about? It's great. Mm -hmm. It's great, man. What are you talking? I'm like, no, you didn't hear how I went, you know, tonight. I didn't put a, t I didn't emphasize tonight. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I totally get that. I so, already knew it was going to be like that, too, because whenever I'm in session and they do playback, they're like, all right, let's play that back. And I'm just like, no, let's not. Like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> you have to do it. They say it ain't nothing to it but to do it. So That's true. Let's get into it. Um, you hail from the great state of Colorado, because uh, y'all got to go already. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, that's, that's crazy. But... How does one from Colorado uh, find voiceover or did voiceover find you? So, okay, that's a great question. Um, probably a mix of both. 
I, uh, I'm your theater typical, like, theater choir kid growing up, loved acting, loved, did improv, did the whole nine. But, like, there was nothing attractive or appealing to me about the the famous aspect of being a celebrity because mm-hmm. I like my business to be my business. <laughs> I like <laughs> to shop in the grocery store in peace. Um, Amen. So what, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's just uh, a whole aspect of the industry I never had an interest in. And um, so naturally for me, wanting to still act, wanting to still be a part of it, voiceover just seemed to be it. And I, I remember thinking one day, it was just like, Oh, this is, somebody voiced that somebody did that mm-hmm. and got paid to do it this is a job i could do that and then it was just a matter of diving in from there that's cool um did you face any obstacles being that you weren't in you know the larger markets you're like right you're you're literally smack dab in the middle yeah so what what obstacles or adversities did you face trying to get your name and voice to those ears in new york to those ears in la and to those ears even in chicago to say Mm -hmm. hey um i I know a girl (laughs) that's me no um well, apparently one of my new names circling around the industry is the queen of direct marketing. Um, so that is my niche. <laughs> um, I I really just dove in. I, it was just a matter of, okay, I know how to do this. I have a demo. Let me just go to Google and see what's in my area. There's studios here. I mean, we are no LA, but we're getting there. Scary. <laughs> Um, scarily, <laughs> um, but it was just, you know, Google was my best friend. I Googled studios, marketing agencies, ad agencies, and just started sending out emails. Um, and then, you know, eventually hitting those bigger markets like California and New York. And then just like, oh, and you know, the benefit of not telling people where I am w- did help. But in the realm of non-character work, it's always had the potential to be remote. And it was always like being a remote voice actor was never a problem in that part of the industry. And so it was just really easy to reach out to these people. Hey, I have a home studio. I can do this. There we go. And here we are. Um, And to this day. I have some of those same clients uh, that I reached out to years ago. It's uh, It's been amazing. I've done so much. And a lot of it will never see the light of day. We <laughs> got into this industry. I'm good, I'm good with that. There's some corporate stuff. I'm like, y'all ain't got to see that. Just believe it was okay. Yes. Just yeah. know I'm doing the thing. <laughs> we, we, we did a thing. Can I see it? Uh, no. No. I'm not going to see that. Do you, do you remember your first? So two part. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your first gig? And then do you remember your first gig when you saw the tech? You was like, oh, we can do this. Oh, oh this is a career. Uh, <laughs> the first gig I ever did was for um, a friend of mine who does like marketing and like advertising he works in advertising he had a client who was this 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 little old woman who was retired and in her free time she uh ran a dog sitting place she just babysat dogs it was wonderful and she had a little facebook video and needed they needed voiceover for it so he reached out to me he's like hey i hear you doing voiceover we need a voice for you know this this client i was just like Let's do it. And it was just this little Facebook video, maybe about a minute long, just talking about how she dog sits. And it was amazing. <laughs> Got paid a couple hundred bucks and it was wonderful. Um, <laughs> so I'll always remember that. That was my first gig ever. Um, the, <laughs> the one. Um, <laughs> the one, I did a commercial for a client that aired during um oh gosh what's the big nascar 
Daytona 500? Yeah, not 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 as big as that, but it was like one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. I can never remember like what it is, but I remember um Oh gosh, I'm going to look. I'm going to have to look cuz I can't remember. Um but I remember that aired and then when I got paid for it, I was like, uh, "Oh." <laughs> okay. Um Hmm. <laughs> do this um <laughs> okay all right we got this this is fine um so those those were the two uh it was for money lion i remember the client being money lion i just can't okay. remember and it was talking about nask women racers and just women and it was just it was great but i just yes yeah, yeah. you kind of went i wonder how much the oh so there's a comma and zero. and a zero. Oh, this is interesting. Is it always like this? <laughs> okay. All right. That's, yeah, I remember uh, my my first um, voiceover. It was, and check this out. Uh-oh. It was a PSA, public service announcement, in Spanish because I read Spanish pretty good. Growing up in Miami, you hear all type of dialects okay. and accents. So I was good at uh, doing that, but it was a PSA in Spanish in Colombia. Here's the punchline to just say no to drugs. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's it. And this is no shade to anyone in Colombia or the country Colombia itself, but you know, and at that time things were still kind of, you know, and I'm like, you want me to tell the little kids to say no, but the cartels is okay to distribute. You know what? That's not my never mind. Sure, I'll do it. And I got paid 250 bucks. And I was like, voice over this ain't nothing. <laughs> I got this. I already talk enough. Yeah, you know, VO, that's that's what we paying. Oh, this what's up. Yeah. This is fine. fine. And then you realize as you get more knowledge into the business that I could have got two grand for that (laughs) and not 250. We all have those ones. We We all all have have it. We, yeah. We all start somewhere, though. And I remember the first, uh, like, big check I got. Um, And they're like, yeah, you know, and we'll, we'll pay you, um, in the next 30 days, I was like, well, wait, 30 days? Because the guy, he paid me, like, same day. Why uh-huh. 30 days for you people? And I was cool. And before ACH and direct deposit, I got a paper check. And I was like, well, they say there'd be a nice piece of change. I'm... Oh. So oh, this is. That's a, t- that's a 10. And that's a zero. Sorry, is that a period or is that a comma? You let me know. <laughs> Hold on. And I'm telling my, I, I said, I got a check for $10,000. And Danielle was like, what? I'm like. <laughs> just hold on. You double check and make sure I read this right. Hold and on. usually I do mobile deposits and just keep a, a, a copy of the, the check in case it doesn't go through. No, I went to the bank that day, baby. <clears throat> I want y'all to see. We're going right in for this. Thank I'm you. like, uh, I'd like to deposit this, please. He's like, oh, well, just a second, Mr. Mosley. Even even the way she said my name sounded better. Like, I'll, wait, oh. I'll, I'll wait over here. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Now, do I get like a refreshment, a, a, a anything, a snack? Would you like some snaps? <laughs> Uh, waiter, uh, you, no. Okay, sorry, wrong place. <laughs> would you like a hot pocket? <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. That that first big one, you 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 never forget. And what's funny is, especially in this business, as you can probably attest, you will have those moments where it's like, hey, I got another big check. I got another big check. I got another big check. Two months later, where where look. I said, I was just talking to, I was talking to Tony, my husband the other day, and it was just like, you know, the great thing about this industry is that you get to make your own schedule, but so do your paychecks. Hey, boy. <laughs> it hit different in the independent streets, man. Ooh, that, that net 30, that net, the net nine. The net like, nine. Oh, come on now. Yeah. There are some days I'm like, you know, 
if I was still working corporate, I knew every two weeks on the 15th or the 30th is in there. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, it's the first, it's the 19th. It's the first again. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. how, how, what, what's going on? <laughs> so how, how do you deal with the ebb and flows of not only the money coming in, but with the work coming in? Cause we have, we have those days or those weeks where it's just, and then you may have a couple of days or a couple of weeks where you only book one thing this week. Oh, they don't like me no more. Or only book five things this month. Oh, they must not really like me. They don't like me no more. What's going on? Um, boy, that's a heavy question. Um, right now, I think what's helped is being so diversified in the different genres. Because my own personal goal is just booking one job a week. Like, that's all I need in my life. And I'll be like, okay, right? Mm -hmm. And it could be a small thing. It could be this narration on the side that's for this little startup company. Or it could be a, you know, big old commercial. I think just being able and not putting all your eggs in one basket really helps. Because when you do that, you're looking for work from that specific source, mm-hmm. from specific clients. So if you diversify yourself and diversify yourself in the industry, you're you don't have to worry that much. They may not all be five figure checks, right? But it's coming in, and you know that you have that work, and you know that it, you know it's it's great. Uh, I I do get a little sad when I check my little email coming <laughs> in in the day, and I don't see no check, but you're like okay well i know what's coming so it's fine we did the job oh look i'm doing a job later this week or oh i it's friday i haven't done anything this week the client wants something right now oh awesome great so i think one being a minimalist <laughs> kind of <laughs> you don't expect a lot um but just diversifying yourself because you're not just depending on on one source yeah you know one thing i i, I like about uh you not only are you a a great uh voiceover talent but you do a lot for our community talk a little bit about the things that you're doing in the organizations that you're in and all that yeah come on you gotta tell it okay um (laughs) i'm really bad y'all at at, uh promoting so says the direct marketing person but see now that's the difference though right i said like look it's so much easier for me to reach out to people directly than having to remember to post something (laughs) on social media every day or every time something comes out i have to remember to share it with the world i'm terrible at that like 100 percent. well this Um, is practice this is practice yeah you know you're right you're right um so yes um i co-founded a organization called voices of color and um our ultimate goal is to diversify the industry um, because, I mean, Trey, you know it, <laughs> coming into this industry, you don't see it um, or it's not, it has so much potential, mm-hmm. but the diversity is just not there. The inclusion is just not there. And, you know, when it is, it's so specific um, and that specificity is just very limiting to how the world sees voice actors of color. Um, So us as an organization, we try to prepare uh, voice actors of color for opportunities to come their way. So they're already um, make where we're we're as accessible as we can be um, because, you know, not everybody can afford 200, $300 classes and workshops. Um, and so we're trying to prepare them. And then we're also trying to educate on production side. Um, we have we have some projects coming out. We're teaming up with Nava. Um, we're teaming we're teaming up with HelpNet. Like we we have so much that we're we're coming up to do to officially diversify this industry. Cause it's hard. It's really hard. And I think that's important because um when I went to VO Atlanta earlier this year, and I've been to a few of them in the past, but I think this one by far had so much to, I'm just put it out there, color this year. Um, 
And I had so many people coming up to me, which was kind of scary. It's like, oh man, thank you so much for what you've done. And I'm like, I'm I'm just sitting here at the table. What what did I what did I do? And to hear, you know, folks your age and and younger saying, Well, hey man, I, I heard your podcast and mm-hmm. you know, you almost gave it up, but you was like, No, I got to, and mm-hmm. it it kept me pushing. And I don't know the young lady, and if you ever see this podcast, reach out to me. But she hugged me, she was almost in tears or was in tears and she was like thank you and i'm like huh but then you realize and i'll go back in the in the way back machine when i was growing up watching cartoons playing games on nintendo and sega (laughs) shut up i didn't hear voices that looked or sounded like me it wasn't until i started watching the credits at the end of cartoons um, and then having to go to this place called the library (laughs) and and actually look it up in books and encyclopedias and stuff. I'm like, oh, that person's an actor. And then when the internet came about, that really opened my mind because now all these names I had in my head that I didn't feel like going to the library and look up, I can just click, 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 click. Oh, that dude was black. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And and you find out that there's so much hidden history in VO, and I'm I'm so glad that now I'm I'm a part of it. You're a part of it, and we get to now pave the roads and open those doors. Like, look, everybody's invited. Come on in. You know, people always say, "I want to see the table." We got the biggest table. If you don't see a chair, I. Can we all get her a chair, please? Everybody gets a chair. And There's plenty of room at it. There's plenty of room. It is. Have you found any pushback or, or backlash because of the organizations um, where you have allies on this side that, yes, I'm whatever you guys need, I'm here. And then you have folks who may be secretly like, well, why do they have to have that for it? And, you know, that that kind of thing. I mean, I think the the toughest thing in general when it comes to social change is the change part of it, because you're always going to have there's always that side that's like, oh, but it's voice acting. It shouldn't matter what you look like. You know, uh, we don't see you, you know, whatever. Right. But then it's like, well, it, it does matter because. For for, for, since the start of VO, do you know how many times we've been skipped over for the characters that look like us? How you know how hard it, how hard to this point, how hard it's been to even get ourselves to play ourselves? You know, like it's that itself has been the first obstacle, and now we're getting to a point where, yay! Now we can authentically portray characters that look like us. But now that issue has turned into now we're being limited to only playing those characters that look like us because the issue in media itself is that media isn't completely diversified. Media isn't, you know, you have a show of characters and two of them are people of color and it's a cast of 30 characters, you know? So even limiting us to authentically playing our own characters okay um and one of my friends um jp carl carl carlack there we go who runs queerbox the queerbox directory and group um said a great thing like you've trusted straight white people to play characters outside of who they are Mm -hmm. for generations you can do the same for us you can play those characters that's it so it's there's that pushback um and i don't i also think there's an obstacle of people we're in an age where social media has made everything more intense than it should be yeah um, in the sense that people can't take feedback or criticism without it feeling like they're being attacked so when we're telling everyone like hey Urban's not an accent, so you maybe you should have put sex, you know, like you know, that's not a thing. Oh. <laughs> take a drink, you know it, you know, you know how it is. Um, so or swagger or swagger or the black accent, I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, when you are offering this feedback, somehow 
people on that the receiving end of, of that feedback feel like they're being attacked. Yep. And you can't have a productive and forward moving conversation if one party feels like they're constantly being attacked. Amen to that. Um, and and speaking of that, I know I hear a lot of people that also say, well, it's, it's just voice acting, mm-hmm. but here's the thing I noticed. Let's say that a white voice actor, uh, gets a chance to play a black character you know you may see it in variety magazine hey so-and-so is now the voice of you know Petey the fish in the new you know rinky dink show or something and that person may go through some type of like a, a harassment case or something like that everybody's rushing to their aid like well hey you know he didn't mean it or she didn't mean it so and so and so but then the tables turn a little if a black actor is cast for mm-hmm. a role or something in VO. And then if that person gets in trouble for those people who say, well, it's just acting is not like they're going to see your face. All of a sudden that picture's right there. That person did this thing. Same, 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 same. So yeah, I, I think if you're going to do it one way, do it the other way as well. Um, and we we still unfortunately, you know, it's it's like um the closer you get to to progress, the progress sign keeps <laughs> moving back. And you're like, wait, where you going? Progress, progress. Hold on, hold on, slow down. I'm I'm just now getting closer. Come on. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a never ending battle. And and thank you uh for for what you're doing for for us and and also um you know, even now for me, who's been doing this uh, 15 years about to be, but maybe it is 15. I, I'm old and I drink. Don't worry about it. But um, I, I find that, and I remember a session I auditioned and the voice that I used was not my regular tone. It was very polite. It's kind of like right here. And you're like, hey, he'd be great. And then I walked in and everyone's looking past me and I'm like, I'm I'm here for the session. Um, what session? I'm like, well, for the for the thing. You're Trey? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> Just one second, and then pew, they run off. Oh, hi, Trey. You're you're here. Yes, I am. You sound so different. Please elaborate. You don't say. Explain. <laughs> I had a European client. Uh, bless his heart, and and I I um I was a little bit of a hmm. I wasn't nice, and here's why. So I'm reading, and it was for a European ad, mm. and they do things totally different over there. Yes, they do, and. He wanted, he was trying to find a way to say more street or more urban, but he did not know how to say it. And he was like, uh, uh, Tres, we, we, we love what you are doing. Um, can you make it sound more um, black? Now, it took me 49 years to get this tone. It ain't rubbing off no time soon. Uh, what? Huh? You know, we we wanted more, more, more black. And now my wheels are turning. I'm like, I think he wants kind of a more rugged, maybe street edgier. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know how to convey that. And now he's even trying to mimic. You know, we wanted more black. And I'm like, this is getting good. So then I, I now proceed to give him the many variations of black that I have in my toolbox. I said, well, how black do you want it? Would you like black like this? Or perhaps you want something black with energy? Or would you like a happy black? Or do you want, oh, street thug black? Yes, that. That is the black. And, oh, and, my gosh. And after he said, you could see the excitement of the yes. I said, let me tell you something. Um, black is 
yes, it's a description of the color of my skin, Mm -hmm. but I'm so much more than just a black voice actor. Mm -hmm. When I tell you this after, after that, we, and after about three to five minutes of me just explaining to him why that was not a good thing. uh, He apologized so profusely. Uh, I mean, almost in tears uh, we went ahead and did the spot. I have never seen the spot to this day. All I know is it's for a company called Bosch, B-O-S-C-H. So if it's out there somewhere, yay. Um, <laughs> when I got paid, though, it was double <laughs> the rate. So they gave me a little pain and suffering, and I wasn't mad. No, wouldn't be bad about that. No. <laughs> Shoot. You got an education and I got double the pay. Thank you so much. And I think, I I think that's the biggest thing is just the education of it because we know what America is rooted in. We already know. And we already know how not even just black, black folk, but how each ethnicity is portrayed and what they're expected to sound like, quote unquote, even though as a monolith, we all don't come from the same place. Nope. We all weren't raised in the same household. We all don't know each other. Um, like, you know, like to have this expectation of like, we're looking for a, a black voice and you know what they're looking for when they mm-hmm. say that, you know what they're looking for. And that's not how it is. I, I'm an army brat. I was born in, I'm, Born and from Montana with my mom. I'm an army brat. Lived overseas, lived in different states, settled here in Colorado. I cannot sound like the hood, like I'm from the hood <laughs> to, to save my life. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't do that because me as a person, if they're like, yeah, we want you to sound more urban and things like that, I'm just like, now I feel like I'm offending my own people by mm-hmm. putting on a caricature because I feel like I'm 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 doing a character and I don't I'm black and I love to say I'm black so I always sound black like that's way, that's what it is like I'm black you were looking for a black voice hello I'm here that's what I sound like just right. like you know I don't sound like the same black girl down the street I don't sound like Cree Summer you know like it, it, it's it, it's just like we are not a monolith. Yeah. Same with, you know, Latin people, Latin people, um, Asian people. And it, it just, it's just so that expectation is just so biased. And it's so like, this is what your country taught you uh, how to like, this is how they taught you to view people of color, mm-hmm. certain ethnic groups. And that's not okay. No. So it's just, it's, it's just the education portion of it, of just now, Hey guys, these specs say an urban accent. Just want to let you know, that's not a real thing. (laughs) Hey guys, it says a black accent. Want to let you know, it's not a real thing. I saw, I saw an audition come in a couple weeks ago that said, uh, looking uh, all all ethnicities can audition including african-american and i was like i don't know what that means well thank you boss i'm glad you let me come play with you i don't know what that means like including i'm i'm very i'm very confused right now like i i were we not a part of all ethnicities so it's like yeah yeah do you want to bring the blacks in too? Yeah, bring them in. Okay. Black <laughs> Sorry, we forgot to add that on the end. Yeah. And include that in there. You guys so, can come too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's including. Just, it's one of those not obvious things, but we know. Yeah. Because we experience, we're on the other side of it. So it's just the little minor details, minute details like that, that may you like maybe there was no ill will behind it. Yeah. But it shows our innate biases that we have been taught in this society and in this country. And so it's just a matter of educating people on those. And I think that that's the the one thing above all. You have to start educating the casting directors. Mm -hmm. You have to start educating. Hell, sometimes educating the writers. Mm -hmm. Because I've watched cartoons and some of the some of the lines they've given to black characters. I'm like, now you know ain't no brother right that. Okay. <laughs> or ain't no sister right that. Some somewhere Katie or Alex or or Chase or somebody wrote that. 
maybe they have black adjacent friends and they was like, hey, is this cool to write? And they probably said no and they wrote it anyway. Anyway, they're like, well, <laughs> I'll just change a couple words. That's all. And then it comes out and I'm saying friends like, man, I told you that wasn't cool. But it was such a funny line. To you. And- <laughs> it's not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's, it's not cool. Okay, let's shift gears because we'll be in here preaching for an All hour. day. Okay, listen. So, <laughs> word on the street is, and it's a very big VO street, that someone's expecting. I am expecting. Now, how do you manage, because you're already a mommy. Time's I'm already two. a mommy. Two beautiful girls. So, you got the youngins pulling and tugging and now you got baby makes three on the way how do you work with all that going on Th- those two they're probably self-contained they're at an age where they can do whatever but you got that extra load though and you're having to do this and do that and 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 she's like like how do you manage all of that um one i have a beautiful support system i have a great support system my husband is a gem i adore him um mother-in-law my parents like i my family that lives here we have a very wonderful support system and i don't think i would have made it to this point if i did not have that um so that's number one Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) number two do a voiceover again you get to make your own schedule it works well as much as you can you get to make right, your schedule yeah. um but <clears throat> it's, i think the freedom of not having to be somewhere i get to be home most of the time like yay for remote not even just like just in the sense of remote voiceover like not even because of covid just the remote aspect of being yeah. able to do this from home has been amazing now covid did help push that a little more with more work which is mm-hmm. like if there was one of like two things good that came out of covid that was one of them amen um but that is those are the two. Those are the two. I get to spend time with my kids. <laughs> I get to pick them up from school. One's in half day preschool. I, you know, husband's got to work. Oh, great. I could just schedule a session while she's in half day or after I pick her up. Perfect. Mother-in-law will pop on over to watch them. If, you know, I have a session that I got to, you know, take care of real quick. It's the support system. It, it it really is. And being a parent is hard enough out here. <laughs> it's, How it's, is it oh. uh, physically carrying, like, you know, carrying her inside of you, though? Like, oh, there's, I have no air. Um, there's <laughs> no breath. Uh, what, you know, um, <laughs> I catch myself. I catch myself, too, when I'm recording and I'm like, okay, hold on. I got to give me a couple seconds. This is, this is good. Um yeah that that i would say is probably the biggest obstacle is my my breath control but i say after i have this child because i also live in colorado and you know it's a mile high we ain't got no oxygen (laughs) um so i always say after i have this child i'm gonna travel somewhere that's like below sea level and i'm gonna run a marathon i'm gonna be excellent at it um and it's gonna be great but uh that's 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 hard um and I don't do a lot of strenuous voice acting work as it is, um, mm-hmm. so which is really good. Most of my stuff is commercial narration, so I don't have that stressful like demeanor and the physicality of voiceover if I were doing like majority character work. So I'm I'm thankful for that as well. Um, so I've had a pretty I've had it pretty good. I will say I've had it pretty good. When I do you do more oxygen? When do you do? February 6th. That's a Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Either oh, they. Oh, well, we don't have to worry about the Broncos being there, so you'll be okay. Hey, <laughs> thing I don't watch football, but I'm going to have to break that to the hubby on that yeah, one. Yeah, you know he's a. Well, we, we won't go there. So, 
are there any <laughs> are there any avenues of VO that you have not yet driven down that you like, you know, I want to take a trip down that road. VOG work. Hmm. VOG work. I it's uh it's one of those things where uh that comes from hosting things, <laughs> you know, like get-togethers, being on stage, introducing people. Uh, it's probably the stage days, honestly. But it's, it always seems fun. It always seems really fun. And maybe I'm thinking more of, like, the fun events, you know, like the kids-centered award shows <laughs> and things yeah. like that, where it's less serious. <laughs> um, but I that's, that's an avenue I would like to explore one day. Uh, not now, because that's in person, but, you know, after, yeah. you know. I definitely want to dive into that. And um, audio description. Hmm. Audio description. Um, I, I'm i a big advocate for accessibility. Um, and audio description is a very underutilized venue of voiceover. Yeah. Um, I know a so couple of folks that do it, it and, and they, they love doing it. Uh, for you all listening at home, VOG means voice of God. Or... Okay. Or announcer. So, you know, welcome to the 50th annual Westminster Dog and Pony Show. That's what she's talking about. Um, I will say, having done some VOG events, uh, they are fun. Yeah. It's hectic. But then once all of that kind of subsides, it's just do your... So I'll tell you this. The, the key to making a good VOG gig run smooth, it got to be three things. One... They give you good copy. Uh, two, you have a person. They usually assign a person or persons to you. Um, I had it so good. I had a guy that flipped my pages for me. I was like, hey. Thank you. Good, sir. You're a swell guy. <laughs> and then having a good producer in your ear that'll right. tell you, cue announce. Okay, so I did this, this uh, conference called CinemaCon, and it's vendors for the uh film and theater industry so you got the movie theaters mm -hmm. so your cineplexes your regals your amcs and then you have the distributors your focus films your universal like hey we got some pretty good films well we got some pretty good theaters if i give you x amount of films to put in your theaters and you make money off them then you give me some money back so it's a it's a it's a trade show and I had the opportunity to introduce Joe Coy. <gasps> um, oh, Jeff Goldblum. And um, what is her name? I'm looking right at her. The redhead who's in Jurassic Park with him. Uh, um, she's the daughter of... Yes. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was going to bother me all day. Yeah. And Mr. Jordan Peele. The only thing is I did not get to meet any of them. Um, because so so when I first got there, they have the stage and the person's out there putting the mark where each person's gonna stand. He's like, okay, so the lights will go dim here, and you'll say, please welcome so and so and so. And you go through maybe an hour of rehearsal. Uh, at least this was my my experience. And then when you're done, I'm just going through the pages like, okay, so here I'll say so and so and so. And then the, and the cool thing about it, I got a chance to not only be the VOG, but inside of the show, they were also debuting movies that were coming out. So I got to put on my best trailer voice. I'm like, coming soon from so-and-so films in January, Idris Elba in Beast. And now here's the CEO of uni you know Universal Studios or so and so and so. And I'm like, this is kind of nice. I like this. So it was it was a really cool event, um, you know. And, and the, the pay wasn't that bad either. You know? Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the pay wasn't that bad. You know? was, That's my ultimate goal in voiceover. It's just. It was, it was some commas and zeros in that. Yeah. Just, just like, let me just pay my bills. You know, I, I respect people that are like, oh, I, my dream role is this. And I'm just like, I just, I just want to, 
I just want to pay my mortgage. You just want to work. <laughs> and see, you know what? And and that's that's cool of you to say because I know that there are people who want to get into this industry and they want to be the next VO star. Mm-hmm. I want to make bazillions and bazillions of dollars. Have my name on this toy or this video mm-hmm. game. And there are people out there that's doing it like that. Mm-hmm. But then you have some folks that are quietly just in this section, we will teach you how to properly turn on and off your garage. Yeah. And making $200,000. Welcome to your new job. Here's your orientation. Like, <laughs> that's it. And, you know, it's like, so how much did you make last year? And they go, well, I made like three fifty. You made $350,000? And like, what did you do? And she's like, yeah, so I just do a lot of e-learning and corporate mm-hmm. narration. And they're scratching their heads like, well, I, I played, you know, Roger the Roach and so-and-so. And I got like $1,000 an episode. And they're like, well, that's great for you. Like, but for me, over here in the corporate sector, they, they know a sister. So there's so many different ways you can so many. support yourself and, and, and make the kind of income. You know, I always say create the life you want to live. Mm-hmm. And the table's so big just because of there's if what it's one of those things you don't realize, you don't realize like, you know, you're you start a new job in that awkward benefits explaining <laughs> orientation video. You got to sit through somebody voiced that somebody got paid to voice that. And it was probably me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I'm sorry to people around the world that are listening to an awkward orientation. Welcome to your new job video. I did one for, uh, there's this company called UL, Underwriters Limited. If you have anything with a plug on it, and you see the little U and that L thing. Uh-oh. So they make sure that the stuff that they send out to people, it's safe so that you don't plug it in and all of a sudden your hair is like, um, there was a, I did some training videos for them. And I didn't know there were so many ways that a can a fumes could explode and 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 kill you and i'm like before discarding the can please make sure that the fumes have been properly emptied from the can like how would they know and then they give you a sequence properly wash the can you know use this solvent this solvent and and whatever and please do not store next to any other flammable right. or explosive objects as a spark could cause explosion. You're like, but there's nothing to can. And then somebody walks by and strikes it with a whatever ping, that one little spark. Boom. I'm like, oh, so basically you got some knuckleheads on the job that don't work. Uh-huh. And All I, those awkward videos. You're like, wow, somebody had to write this because this happened and somebody messed up. <laughs> yep. I've done somewhere the, the proper way to wear the harness as you're uh, on a scaffold. So as you do not, if, in, in case the brake release doesn't work and then you get like jerked, if, if it's pulled a certain way, it, it could dislocate your hip. <laughs> or if you're a man, it could mess up your naughty bits. Um, Look, I, yeah. So there's, I've there's, learned so much that I will never use in my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. The only thing I, I I did that was useful, um, they were talking about power lines. You know, please make sure you're at least ten to fifteen feet away from a power line. Do not attempt to, you know, corral the line yourself. Oh Call God. the local, you know, electric company and they will come. So I'm like, yeah, I knew that already. But yeah, it's, it's so many ways that, um, you know, you can you can get your paper out here. It's yes, it's cool to get a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's cool to be um, that character in animation. But don't limit yourself because then you're going to be disappointed if I've been on Disney for cartoons for two years and I haven't gotten anything. Well, maybe there's some e-learning you could do. Yeah. Well, and and that's and I think that's like a big difference, right? Is that cartoons, animation, those that's the media we willingly consume with voiceover. Mm-hmm. That's what we see the most of. It's the 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 content that we just pass by and don't think nothing of. That's that has a smaller market because not as many people think about that. You know, I I have a a deeper respect. For TV commercials, 
especially when you're getting residuals for them. Because now, because now you know. It used to be you would turn and be like, ah. But then if your commercial comes on, it's like, ah, that's me over there. And then, you know, another month goes by. You're like, another check? The first time I got residuals, I I did not understand. Oh, listen. <laughs> I got a, I got, and it wasn't necessarily residuals, but it was another, cause it was a, it was a non-union gig. So it was a renewal? It, a renewal. And yeah. I remember getting a chat and I was like, wait, I did this gig like a year ago. What, what do you mean? Oh, they're going to use it again. Oh, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to do nothing. Okay. I have a client now for the last Matter of fact, that 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 uh the the big gig at the first big check okay, gig yep. to this day, it's been five years running. That's a renewal. That's all it is. They just hit me up. Hey, client wants to know the if you'll agree to another year. Um, you know, we, we added some different markets. We took some different markets away, so it won't be ten thousand. It may be seven, depending on the market. Like, I'm like, sure. Whatever. Yeah, so renewals are good, but residuals, that that's a that's whole a different whole, game. That's a whole different beast right there. Because I remember getting a whole bunch of checks at one point. Because I grabbed the envelope by the mailbox. I went, this is very heavy for one check. And it was like six checks. And it was all for the same thing. I used to do, so there was a couple of Broadway shows in New York that were running at the time. And I was the voice for the commercial. I did not know that they were going to be running for 13 weeks and 16 weeks. And so I'm getting, here's a check for $2,000. I'm like, huh? well, it ran for three weeks in Connecticut. Here's a check for $6,000. I'm like, huh? Well, it ran for, you know, four weeks in Vermont. And I'm like, so this is how that works. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all need any other states? <laughs> Anybody else want to drop to New York? I, I got this. Man, so shout out to the union. Shout uh, out. Shout out. So before we wrap, I do a thing. And because you've taken time out to be on the show with me. But tell the people, Jazzy, what does Jazzy the Frizzle do to take time out for herself? Oh my gosh. I nap a lot, (laughs) but that's, that's just now that's now during, during a mommy uh, child building uh, (laughs) time. But um, no, I love, I love to travel and somebody's just using the bathroom. Uh, Cool. Um, I love to travel. I, uh, I think part of it is because I was an army brat and like being in all these places, but I love revisiting these places as an adult. Because there's a there's a different experience than like, you know, oh, my God, I was 10 years old when I was here at this country mm-hmm. overseas. I only remember that they have good gelato. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know anything about that. But going and 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 going to these places like my my husband is born and raised Colorado and I have taken him to so many different states and like we've been countries overseas because I love it mm-hmm. and I love eating. So I'm never mad at having to try new food and checking out the food scene. Um, but I, I will travel. I will, um, for a little stay at home time. I love movies. I love watching movies. Um, I Any certain genre of movie. What's that? Any certain genre of movie. I love horror. I also, I love the kids movies. I cannot lie. Um, But I'm one of those people that will go to the movie theater by myself. I have no problem going to do it. It's a, it's, it's nice. It's my treat to myself. I'll grab my little ice cream and I'll go sit and (laughs) watch the movie. Um, But that's, I'll shut myself in my room and watch Netflix. You know what I mean? Like it's uh that's what I like to do. And it's just relaxing and maybe I'll fall asleep. Cool. Uh, maybe I got a nice plate of sushi in front of my face. Cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, traveling and, and movies for me, for sure. That's cool. So 
your first big check comes in the mail. Mm-mm. What is the one thing you say, you know what? I'm going to ball out and get. Go to the casino. <laughs> I was trying not to put that in there because. You know I... what? It's fine. No, it's cool. It's cool. Again, I don't have a problem. I All my bills are paid. I always make sure, always make sure that my bills are paid first <laughs> and then we go have fun. But no, I like, um, we, uh, our, our casino here in, in uh, Colorado, um, uh, is in the mountains. And mm. so it's really nice. We like to spend the night up there every once in a while. They have real, it's beautiful up there. Um, you could hike a little bit, you know, like they have, they have options just besides gambling. Okay? Do they have cabins? They have cabins, and Idaho Springs is not that far from the casino either, and it's like the perfect like, I have, cabin. I have been saying to myself, since I'm now on this side of the, the country, I want to have some type of getaway, be it Christmas oh. or whatever, where I can go to a, a nice cabin that has a nice hot tub and a fireplace, and I can take me and the missus. And I can have some adult beverages, and Trey, y'all are gonna want to come to Colorado. <laughs> well, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, what's a long sleeve? What's a long sleeve? I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, tell, tell Macaroni Tony, we like, we going to the resort, man. We going. Let's go. I'm, I'm ready because look, mm, <laughs> my, <laughs> look, Tony, uh, it, uh, my brother-in-law, his birthday is this month, and they're going to Vegas. Oh, uh, okay. So you can say hi to Tony. I'm not going because I have sessions those days, but um, they're going to Vegas. And so I said, in exchange for you going to Vegas, oh, I just boy. want a night at the casino in the resort. <laughs> the bartering That's system. That's it. That's you do all. That's all for me. I do something for, thing you. for you. Exactly. So that's I'm looking forward to it because I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out to to talk to me and the peoples today. Um, it is always a, a pleasure to talk to you and, and, and see you and, and um, continue success. And congratulations on. The little little one coming through soon, and that glow that glow is not from the light show. That's oh, stop it! <laughs> Tell me more, but stop it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is Jazzy Frizzo. Tell the peeps where they can find you, girl. Um, my website is jazzyfrizzlevo.com. I mean, that's pretty much where I am everywhere. Um, even though there are certain social media sites going down, I'm not getting any new ones. So good luck, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> new way. Um, but yeah, f- hit me up. Um, even just to chat. I like talking to people. They're really, people are cool. And the website for your organizations? Uh, v- Voices of Color is voctakeover.com. And uh, we we are expanding. We're re- we're rebranding at the current moment, um, but we can assist you. We are offering consultation services if you need help with your specs or casting. Or we can help you out with us authenticity. If you're a voice actor looking for education, we have that too. Um, hit us up, and we'll help however we can. All right. Well, like I said, man, this has been a fun show. Um, I got nothing. I'm going to go and do, uh, I don't know what I got doing, what I got going on today. I already had some sessions. I may, I mean, you know what? You brought up Netflix. Today might be a Netflix day. Um. Hey, Halloween may be over, but there's still plenty of spooky stuff to watch. <laughs> we watched Bride of Chucky. I had never seen it all the way. I saw pieces and bits and I watched the whole thing and I'm like, the things we do for love because uh, listen <laughs> and i meant that figuratively because of what happens in the movie and then literally because this was danielle's idea let's watch Brad and chucky and i'm like okay babe let's do that and mm-hmm. i'm like what am i watching the things you've had to sit through no it's okay <laughs> <laughs>
We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I know what I make him sit through. It's okay. <laughs> it's it'll all work itself out in the end. So, all right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Take Time Out with Trey. I am Trey Mosley. That is the lovely and talented Jazzy Frizzle. And we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley podcast, part of the Titan Media Network. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcast. To see the video version of this, you can find us on YouTube on the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley YouTube page. Thanks for listening, or thanks for watching. Either way, we'll see you next time.